We remember who the fuck we are. We visualize our highest selves and show up as her. Hey, Girl Gazers, it's your host, Taylor. Welcome back to season three of Girl Gaze podcast called Tay Talks. This season, we're focusing on self-discovery as it relates to fashion, career, and adulting. I usually start every single episode off with a gaze of the week, which is just a thought or realization that I have been thinking about recently. But I think today's episode is honestly going to be the gaze of the century. If you didn't already know, this month is World Mental Health Month, and today's episode is inspired by that. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to thank you queens for your constant support, whether it's on TikTok, on Instagram, or just the podcast. I know that I took a really, really long break from the podcast because sometimes you just have to prioritize what's paying the bills for you over your passion project. So thanks for sticking out with me. I'm really excited to be back. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Taylor Bradford. And if you are enjoying this podcast, leave a five-star written review or take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, DM me your thoughts. I always love connecting with you guys. So yeah, I feel like I need to do a really quick intro just because there are so many new listeners here. So if you're new, hey girl gazers, welcome queens. I am Taylor. I'm 24, turning 25 in December. I'm a Sagittarius. I live in New York City. I've been here for a little over two years now, and I have a puppy named Luna. She is literally the freaking cutest. And if you want to see a picture of her, just go to my Instagram or my TikTok. It's, it's all over there. And she's almost one and a half now. It's so insane to me that I have raised a puppy literally on my own, and that I've had her for over a year now. I graduated from Syracuse University, the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications. I was a magazine journalism major, a marketing minor, and I had a concentration in fashion. I currently work in fashion. My favorite color is pink, if you couldn't already tell by the Girl Gaze Pod Instagram aesthetic. I am currently reading People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. I love watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, New York City, Salt Lake City. Just finished Squid Games. What a total mindfuck. I have a teeny tiny shopping addiction, hence my newest shoe purchase, which are Gucci loafers, but like literally totally obsessed with them. So no regrets. Also, don't tell my mom, but I literally also bought a green mini Delphar bag. If you know, you know. Anyway. Girl Gaze Pod is a safe space to discover yourself. So whether you are listening today alone with your mom, with a friend, with your puppy, if you also have one, just know that there is a whole amazing community of girl gazers who are doing the same exact thing as you right now. So without further ado, today's episode is all about how to know your worth and let that shit go. So let's start off with this. You are not defined by your career. And I know what you're thinking, but Taylor, I have my job listed on my Instagram. I have it on my LinkedIn and I talk about it all the time. And guess what? I'm not saying that your career is not important. I'm just saying that you are not defined by it. Your self-worth is not measured up to your successes and your mistakes that you make at your job because your job is just one part of your life. 
And for a very long time, I did let my career define me. Of course, that means something different to everyone, but I allowed it to consume my life and to dictate my happiness. And I know I'm not the only one. I was actually having a conversation a few months ago with one of my friends in the industry, and we both came to this realization because when we first graduated and first got our jobs in the fashion industry, we felt like working in fashion and being fresh out of college was our personality trait, essentially. But even further than that, you are not defined by your anxiety. You're not defined by your acne. You're not defined by your financial stability. You're not defined by your relationship status. So you might be thinking, okay, Taylor, so if I'm not my job, if I'm not all of these things, then who am I? So while I can't tell you who you are because you are the main character of your own life, I can tell you a little bit about what defines me. I am creative. I am passionate genuine, confident, talented, I am a girl gazer. Now, grab a piece of paper or open up your notes app on your phone and write down at least three adjectives that define you. Notice how you feel as you start to define yourself. Are you having a hard time coming up with things to write down? Do you feel comfortable writing all of the amazing qualities about yourself down? And most importantly, do you believe all of the things that you are writing down? Your list and your answers to those questions are reflective of your journey to self-love. It doesn't matter where you fall on the self-love spectrum today. What matters is that you're showing up for yourself today. And don't stop because you'll know your worth with an unwavering belief in yourself. And in addition to that, an unwavering belief in yourself will get you through the hardest of times too. Knowing your worth is not a destination. Rather, it's a perfectly imperfect journey that requires self-growth, perseverance, resilience, and most importantly, self-love. Take a look at your list again and answer this question for me. Is there anything or anyone who is making you second guess who you are. Some relatable ones might be a toxic friend, a significant other, someone on the internet who you're comparing yourself to, a coworker, the shitty New York City dating scene. If you've seen my most recent viral TikTok, you'll know exactly what I mean. It's way too easy to allow external factors to define you. In fact, sometimes it feels even harder to define yourself on your own terms. And this is why letting that shit go is so fucking important. Listen, I have my own shit going on. You have your own shit going on. Your best friend has her own shit going on. Your coworker has her own shit going on. Every single person is dealing with their own shit. And, you know, Most of the time we don't really see it because social media tends to be a highlight reel, but going through things is inevitable, right? You can't always control what happens, but you can control a few things. Number one is perspective. You are not defined by what you're going through. We already wrote down all of the things that define you and all of those amazing qualities that you have. So whatever you're going through is temporary. Second, What you think about yourself is far more important than what others think about you. And third, your energy is sacred. 
What you focus on magnifies. And if you focus on all of these bad things, you know, why is this happening to me? Kind of playing the victim and sulking. And listen, you're allowed to feel your feels, but at a certain point, you have to pick yourself back up. Remember who the fuck you are and show up. You cannot allow yourself to be consumed by what you're going through. Your life is as good as your mindset. So if you allow yourself to be consumed by whatever is happening in your life that is maybe not going your way, you are going to be miserable, point blank. And this is why you have to be so intentional with how you spend your energy. Use it to believe, create, manifest, and heal. Remember, you grow through what you go through. And so I have a little story time that totally relates to everything I've already said. It's in relation to Greek life. So just like a little prereq is everything that I'm gonna say was totally my experience. Other people might have similar experiences to me, but if you are in college and thinking about rushing, like don't allow my experience to affect your view on how Greek life operates. Um, I know some people who had an amazing experience. So just know that not all Greek life is terrible, except in my experience, it most definitely was. (laughs) Even though I was not in sorority in college, Greek life fucked with my head. I felt an enormous amount of pressure about which sorority to join, which ones were the good ones, which ones were the bad ones. People are judging you about what you wear, what you say, what you don't say. And it just was way too much for my little freshman year self to handle. So I decided not to join one. So now looking back, I'm thinking, so what? It didn't seem like the right path for me, so I didn't join one. And I wish at the time it was that simple but it definitely was not because I truly went through hell and back. And it's not something that I've opened up about on the podcast yet, but I honestly just feel light years ahead of where I was as a freshman in college. And even like I said before, I am not defined by my career, you aren't either, Um, and I'm not defined by my previous experiences. Right? So I'm looking at the list that I wrote down earlier. I did not write, I am not in a sorority, because how silly does that sound? Right? I wrote down, I am creative, I am passionate, I am genuine, I am a girl gazer. The list goes on. So I feel like I can be a total open book about this. And I just hope that it resonates with people because there are mean girls everywhere. You will see them on social media. You will be friends of friends with them. You will see them when you're going out. You will work with them. So although there's really no way to escape people who don't have your best interests at heart, through this experience, I have learned how to protect my energy from those people. So when I decided to not join a sorority, my freshman year roommate who joined one of the top ones judged me so hard and made me feel like absolute shit for not being in one, even though at the time that was the decision that I felt was best for me. And it was really, really tough. She was talking shit about me behind my back. She honestly was was bullying me. And she made it very clear that because she was in a sorority, she was better than me, innately, no questions asked. And so because she defined me as not being in a sorority, I felt like everybody viewed me as, oh, there's a girl who's not in a sorority. I quickly became embarrassed and deeply, deeply insecure. 
and did not define myself on my own terms. And I let the perception other people had of me completely consume me. Self-love didn't exist. Confidence in the drain. Self-care, I did absolutely nothing positive for myself at that time. And it was even harder to pick myself back up because my roommate, who was supposed to be my best friend, was pushing me down even though I was in a really bad place mentally. And thus, my journey to self-love and confidence began. It was not easy, but it was perfectly imperfect. And the way that I was able to overcome this and regain my confidence was by using my energy to believe, create, grow, and heal. Specifically, I believed in myself so much that I turned a little idea into a huge passion project that soon transformed into an established club on campus called University Girl Magazine, and I led a pretty large team of other talented girls on campus in creating print magazines and a website. If you want to learn more about how you can start your own passion project, listen to season three, episode two. A lot of healing also came from pursuing this passion project because in a way I was able to build a community of like-minded girls who didn't care if I was in a sorority or not. So eventually I was able to define myself on my own terms and regain my confidence. And that was probably my very first life lesson in how to know my worth and let that shit go. So no matter what you're going through, whether you are having friend issues, whether you're going through a relationship breakup, whether you made a mistake at work or are struggling with body image issues, you are not defined by those things, right? You also can't change the past. So why should you let it consume you when you can literally, let's say it together, let that shit go. And that's not to say you shouldn't feel your feels. Like if you need to let out a good cry, go for it. Even just letting out a good cry is extremely healing in my opinion. But when the time comes, we pick ourselves up and we remember who the fuck we are. We visualize our highest selves and show up as her. And I know that it's easier said than done. Here I am making this podcast How many years ago was I a freshman? 18 and now I'm almost 25. You can do the math. A very long time ago. I am so much wiser than little old freshman me was. And I'm honestly so freaking proud of how far I've come. And you should be too. Aw, I feel like we just had a heart to heart. I know this episode is a little bit different than my previous ones. So I'm honestly really curious what you guys are thinking so far. I feel like I'll have a mixture of deep and lighthearted episodes this season, but definitely let me know your thoughts in a review on iTunes or in my DMs. I am also going to create TikTok challenges for every single episode I release in this season where I create my own sound using an inspirational or relatable snippet from each episode by throwing some videos on top of the sound, and I would love for you all to participate. I am going to post the very first Girl Gaze Challenge on TikTok at 5 p.m. today. So make sure you go check it out, like, comment, share to help the algorithm and create your own. 
I have also been wanting to add another segment to the podcast called Girl Gaze Faves, where me and my guests will talk about all of our favorite things from skincare products to New York City restaurants to our favorite TikTokers. Literally anything we're loving right now could even be our favorite song at the moment. So let's kick off with three of my fall favorites. One is this Boy Smells candle in the scent Petal. Oh my gosh, it's a perfect gift, but also a perfect gift for yourself if you just wanna treat yourself. It smells so good. Second is my Rent the Runway subscription. I have honestly been loving it. I've had it for a few months now, and I just love that my wardrobe just gets to change every single month because of it. So if you wanna check it out, you can use my code RTRTAYLOR for 40% off your first two months. And lastly is my workout regimen. So when COVID hit, I canceled my gym membership and never rejoined. Kind of instead, I now have a Rent the Runway subscription. So that just tells you how I feel about working out. (laughs) But I found a Pilates studio that I absolutely love and they gave me a code for you all. It's Wanda Taylor. And it's at this place called Wanda Bar, W-U-N-D-A-B-A-R. I highly recommend going there if you want to get toned and just feel the burn. And before I head out, we always end each episode with a gaze goal of the week. For anyone who's new here, a gaze goal of the week is a realistic self-care goal. So my girl gay's goal is that I want to continue to go to Pilates at least once a week. And if any of you are in New York City and want to join me and work out with me, let me know. Let's do it. I love going to Wonder Bar Pilates because you really feel the burn during the workout. So it honestly forces you to forget everything that's going on and just fully clear your mind. I always leave Wonder Bar Pilates with an amazing mindset. That's all for today, Girl Gazers. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate and love all of you. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at Taylor Bradford and follow along on Girl Gaze at Girl Gaze Pod. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to leave a written review on iTunes and, you know, share this episode with your friends or share it on your Instagram stories and tag me. Let me know what you think in my DMs and stay tuned for the next episode on Wednesday, October 27th. Until then, keep killing it. 